Hi, this is Jason King, and you're listening to the Health Policy and Advocacy Nursing Network, also known as HPAN. In this episode, I'd like to touch on a few health-related policies to be potentially introduced at the Indiana State House in the 2020 legislative session, set to begin January 6th. You can start learning about these bills at the Indiana General Assembly website, iga.in.gov forward slash legislative forward slash 2020 forward slash bills. As a reminder, this will be a short session and a non-budget year. Therefore, the deadlines will come quickly. In the first half of the session, the bills must pass the House by February 3rd and pass the Senate by February 4th. Bills must pass out of committee by the week prior to each of these deadlines. The legislature is, is slated to adjourn no later than March 14th. Governor Holcomb recently rolled out his agenda, and I will touch on a few. First, providing healthcare price transparency for consumers via an all-payer claims database, or APCD. The goal of an APCD is not just to measure costs, but to also focus on how to improve health outcomes, which requires transparency in cost, quality, and utilization. The intention of the APCD is to accomplish the four A's of collecting data, acquire the data, aggregate the data, analyze the data, and act on the data. This particular piece of legislation has a lot more questions to answer, and I will update as the session moves along. Second, it's pro protecting consumers from surprise medical bills, requiring estimates from providers pre-service upon request. There are 25 states that have enacted laws that address surprise billing. There is a House Enrolled Act of 2017 that states that providers that make referrals must provide written notice that the patient may encounter an out-of-network provider. The intent of this proposed policy, modeled after the New York surprise billing of 2015, is to first take the patient out of the middle. Secondly, is to seek independent dispute resolution to resolve surprise bills. This is a baseball-style arbitration to settle disputes between insurers and providers, instead of a fallback provision of reimbursement tied to government rate setting. Using the independent dispute resolution would require each party to submit a best and final offer to the arbitrator. The arbitrator must choose the best offer. By using this method, it potentially incentivizes disputing parties to offer reasonable proposals, helping to expedite resolution. It would also reduce costs as compared to traditional arbitration or litigation, and it could incentivize plans and providers to resolve disputes in advance without having to go to arbitration. Data from other states, such as New York, has shown to be positive. The final piece that I'd like to talk about with Governor Holcomb is that he also supports raising the age to purchase tobacco and e-cigarettes to 21 and enhancing enforcement. On December 13th, the Indianapolis Business Journal published some staggering statistics that come from various sources, including the Indiana Chamber of Commerce, Center for Disease Control and Prevention, and the Indiana State Department of Health. Some of these sm smoking statistics are that 95% of smokers start before the age of 21, 80% start before age 18, 21.8% of Indiana adults smoke cigarettes as of 2017, 6% use e-cigarettes. There has been a 400% increase in e-cigarette use by Indiana high school students from 2012 to 2018. 
18.5% of Indiana high school students in 2018 reported using a tobacco product in the past 30 days. 65% of Hoosier voters support raising the smoking age to 21. $7.2 billion annual employee cost of smoking for Indiana businesses. And so far there have been four deaths in Indiana caused by vaping. And there are 55 vaping related lung injuries in Indiana. Other potential health policies that I'll be following include the push to reduce surgical smoke. As I covered in my previous podcast, surgical smoke has been shown to contain over 150 hazardous chemicals. Many facilities evacuate the surgical smoke during some procedures, but few facilities evacuate consistently during all procedures, which generate surgical smoke. Advocacy on this topic will be in collaboration with the Association of Perioperative Registered Nurses. I will also be following Senate Bill 98. Senate Bill 98 is a requested update to the law regarding certified registered nurse anesthetists. It requires a certified registered nurse anesthetist to administer anesthesia under the direction of a physician or podiatrist during certain surgical procedures. This bill looks to change the language of the current law from immediate presence to direct supervision and adds dentists and podiatrists to the list of medical providers that can supervise CRNAs. This bill is authored by Senator Becker and Senator Charbonneau and has been assigned to the Committee on Health and Provider Services. And just to let you know, to date, I have yet to see the registered veterinary nurse bill authored. I will update you as I learn more. And as we close out 2019, I want to thank all of you for listening. I look forward to moving through the 2020 session with you. If you have a certain bill that you'd wish for me to follow, please contact me. If you want to get more engaged in advocacy and are looking for help, please contact me at jking at iuhealth.org, and I will gladly help you get more involved. If there's ever any content or education that you'd like for me to cover, please let me know. You can follow me on Twitter at jking underscore iuh. And as a unified team, together, we can lead the transformation of healthcare through quality, innovation, and education, and make Indiana one of the nation's healthiest states.